Tech Talks in 20 focuses on the hottest technology topics and customer experience right now. When we talk tech, we cover everything from supercharging the customer experience with AI to composable CX to what's hot with bots. Plus, we reveal the data behind the latest customer and employee experience technology trends, all in about 20 minutes. Welcome to Tech Talks in 20. I'm Michael Logan. And I'm Ginger Conlon. Ginger, this week we're going to focus on knowledge management and the ways that we can improve the performance of that information and how we reference it, our customers and employees reference it, and how to keep it engaging and fresh. Who are we going to talk to about that? Oh, we have the perfect guest, Harshali Desai, Principal Product Manager of Knowledge at Genesis. And if there's anyone who knows about knowledge, it's Harshali. So let's dive in and hear what she has to say. Well, welcome to Tech Talks in 20. Can you start off by just telling us a little bit about what you do for Genesis? Sure. I'm a principal product manager in the conversational AI team, and I focus on knowledge. And what that means is anything to do with creating knowledge, getting that rendered, searched, having it optimized. A previous Tech Talks in 20 that we did about knowledge, we were talking about how one definition of knowledge management is that it's all about managing content in a way that creates that single source of truth. Sometimes it's AI enabled, sometimes it's not. What else should CX practitioners think about when they're defining what knowledge management should be for their organization? Yeah, that's a good definition to start with. Um, CX practitioners today need to think about what knowledge is for them. Most organizations today have their knowledge in different systems across different departments in various forms. For example, the sales department can have their information on the website about all the electronic gadgets that they sell, whereas the support department might have troubleshooting information saved inside a content management system. So I call this their knowledge landscape. And some questions to ask oneself as a CX practitioner are, where is all my information that I need? Is it in one place or is it in different places? Uh, do I have the resources, the time, and the need to bring it all together in one place? And if yes, what is that one place? And there can be situations where there is a strong need to keep the knowledge where it is, if so, what is that I expect from a knowledge surfacing solution that delivers the CX experience? So it's more than just housing the content. What else would a knowledge management need to do outside of just being the repository for all this information? I definitely agree. It is more than just housing content. I would say that when someone says knowledge management, it actually means or should mean a trifecta of one, content management and strategy, the thing that we just spoke about. Then second, search and rendering. So now that your content is out there, how to make sure it is searched effectively uh, and that it is rendered or presented in the right way. And then third, take all that content, all the search experiences and consistently make them better by, by filling gaps. I love that the trifecta of knowledge management. When you think about knowledge, it's about answering customer questions, providing employees with insight, but often it's created from the perspective of 
the experience the organization wants to deliver. How can knowledge leaders kind of flip that to be even more customer employee eccentric than they might already be? Mm-hmm. It is definitely important to think about what content an organization has and how to present it. Although I, I do feel that there is tremendous value in looking at knowledge from an outside perspective. So the way I look at it is knowledge is a medium or a way to deliver answers to questions that customers ask. And this medium needs to adapt to the needs of the person asking that question. For example, the expectation on the answer to I want to buy a new coffee machine is that there are pictures and videos of coffee machines on a company website. But now when you think about this for a bot, you're looking for an interactive experience. Maybe the bot can ask a few follow-up questions. What kind of coffee do you like? Where do you reside? What's your budget? And that same expectation is entirely different when this question is posed to an agent because now you're expecting that agent to be an expert, not just on the coffee machine, but coffee grinds and a whole lot of you know everything we offer in the world of, of coffee. So when we start thinking about it from the point of view of person asking the question, uh, we'll realize that a knowledge solution does not just need to be adapting to the needs of the customer, but also work with other components uh, in the conversational AI stack. So if someone wants to buy a coffee machine, it'll be great to know if they already bought one or were they looking for a specific machine in the knowledge portal or are completely new and maybe better off with an interactive bot experience um, or a human in the loop. So it's just flipping that conversation a, a little bit differently. What are some of the use cases for more customer and employee-centric knowledge? If we take a step back and, and think about the different kinds of use cases that we could have knowledge, it is a self-service versus an employee experience or an internal versus an external experience. So if you think about self-service, and I'm going to expand it a little bit to the examples that we just spoke about, knowledge can cover a broad breadth of questions from customers and can be the first line of information to customers. With the right tools and AI, it is relatively simple to cover a large breadth of questions for a lot of topics. For example, a question of buying a coffee machine can lead to another question on which grind to use or what coffee machine attachment we need to put in, and so on and so forth. And knowledge is great at covering these first level of broad breadth questions. And then to make them even more relevant, they can be personalized and optimized for a wide range of touch points for bots, website portals, knowledge app, as well as for different channels, which is a web chat or a social app like Instagram. All of these can then also be thought for from a voice as well as a chat perspective. So this was the self-service experience. Now with an employee experience, an agent can benefit from knowledge surfacing, and this can be manual while they're talking. They can type in those questions and get more information, or I can either listen in or read through the voice and chat conversation and provide answers as the customers ask them. And all of these use cases can be internal. 
whereas their employees are the ones who are actually looking for the answer. So I would say the strength of a knowledge solution when we look at all of these different use cases is to be able to provide personalized experiences while adapting to these touch points and making sure that knowledge experiences are consistent and accurate across all of these touch points, channels, whether they're voice or chat. You very subtly mentioned AI in there. And of course, that's a huge hot topic. So let's dive into that a little bit. Uh, On the generative AI, large language model side of things, can you talk a little bit more about how you can use those tools, for example, maybe in addressing knowledge gaps or improving the uh, knowledge experience? When customers ask us about LLMs and generative AI or AI in general, my first question to them is, what are the problems that you're trying to solve? If the problem is we want to find the right answer to the questions quickly, LLM's generative AI can be trained and prompted to help to find the exact answer, if it exists, from a large document. For example, a question on what grind should I use for my French press does not need a large article on coffees and grinds, but just the answer, you need medium course for French press. If the problem is solving for time to value, the fact that there is so much content in there, I want to bring it to the customers fast without working too much on it. In those situations, generative AI can help knowledge authors by creating first drafts of knowledge answers that the knowledge authors can then edit and, and verify. And if the problem is, let's say, to deliver or, or look for knowledge gaps and, and fill them, then AI and analytics can pre- play an important role in highlighting those major areas where knowledge is missing and key in, can even provide suggestions on how to fix the, the knowledge gap. AI is important, but what's also important is to really know what is it that we are trying to solve through the use case and use AI to find those solutions. Are organizations making it easy enough to access information? We live in a world where there is so much information everywhere. So accessing that knowledge then means that matching the question accurately with the right answer for that person. And this is where I think the search experience comes in. I spoke about how important it is to find the right answer and making the experience optimized for the touch points, right? What is also important is two more things. First, knowing when we don't have the right answer and acknowledging it and presenting a next step in this situation. Knowing that we tried our best to find that answer and this is probably not the best place for the customer to get that information. And then the second is maintain that experience of the customer as we move them on to the next channel or the next touch point um, so that those questions uh, can be accessed um, and answered. So for example, a customer can search for a knowledge um, in a website, um, but a good search experience is when you know that now we've reached the limit of all the knowledge that we can provide. And it is time to now pass it on to say a bot for a more interactive experience, more than what are the different types of coffee machines, 
but also what were you looking for? And if that question is very specific and nuanced, we pass this customer to an agent where, again, bots and knowledge are helping the agent pick up where the customer left off and get that question answered in a deeper way that only a human in the loop can do. And the goal is to get the customer the best way to answer a question in the smoothest way to get it answered. We should build that knowledge and a conversational AI ecosystem around this larger goal. You mentioned earlier optimization as one of the elements of the trifecta of knowledge management. And just now you were talking about how sometimes you don't have the right answer or you've reached the limit of knowledge. So that brings me to keeping content fresh. How should organizations approach that knowledge optimization to keep their content fresh and keep it growing as they see that there's information they could add? For me, keeping content fresh means that you keep it relevant and you keep it personalized. So it's very important to connect the consumers of knowledge with the creators or managers of knowledge. And this, in my opinion, is knowledge optimization. Analytics and AI, if used right, can let you know what knowledge answers you worked really well and the answers that need work. Uh, where is it that you need work? Is it where the agent provided an answer that, that there was a problem? Uh, or was it how the bot went through that conversation? Was it in, in the area of self-service or an agent-facing experience? Um, AI can let knowledge managers know which are the most talked about topics, uh, which of them were answered or unanswered, and provide capabilities to create those answers. Another way to keep that content fresh is by making sure it is personalized. Additional information, or in some cases, different information can be presented to customers who are coming from a different journey. For example, is this customer who's asking for a coffee machine uh, authenticated? Did they buy a coffee machine before? Were they looking for some specific coffee machine? Are they coming from a specific location? Are they using a specific device or are they preferred customers? Making this entire experience fresh in, in terms of personalization or optimizing for what information is missing is the key to keeping it all fresh. What's next for knowledge optimization? There's a lot of excitement in this space. I perceive you there's so many interesting use cases that can use the technologies of today and they're changing so fast, right? So in terms of you're looking at what were the questions that were asked by the customers and trying to generate what could be the best answer. For example, if we can look at conversations that agent has been having without a knowledge solution or without a bot, uh, if this is an expertise that they are bringing to the table, can we leverage that expertise and help agents um, who are new? And I feel those are the spaces where there are a lot of use cases. We are working actually at adding some of the processes and technologies to build in that more collaboration and build in more trust in the knowledge that is presented to customers 
Harshali, thanks so much for sharing all of your insight on knowledge management with us. I know that our audience learned a lot today. We'll see you next time on Tech Talks in 20. Harshali presented us with some terrific insight on knowledge management. And one of the things that really stood out for me is to think of all of that knowledge you have around your organization as your knowledge landscape. Where is it all and where do you need to have it? Because sometimes having it all in one place just doesn't work. So if you do have to have your knowledge in multiple locations, Harshali made the point to focus on that trifecta of knowledge management. And that trifecta includes content management and strategy, search and rendering, and then optimization. What stood out for you? Yeah, when you talk about optimization, the real key that I heard from her is knowing and acknowledging when you don't have the answer. It's a pretty easy thing uh, to do, but then also providing them the next step. And the second part of that is make that handoff when you're handing information you've collected or provided through the knowledge management or from a bot, when you're handing that off to a human, make that available to them so they can reference it. Make that an easy handoff if you have to switch channels in that next step. As we close this week's episode of Tech Talks in 20, I want to thank everyone for listening and hope you were able to take something away from today's topic. Before we leave you, we want to remind you to be sure to take advantage of the resources listed below on Genesis.com. These expand on today's topic and will leave you with some additional information. Also, be sure to click subscribe to get notified of new episodes of the podcast and feel free to share with your colleagues. Again, thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of Tech Talks in 20.